0: And we're back. We're off and running on a Sunday night. Roman Harper, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm doing well, Kyle. How are you doing, boss? Good. This guy is uh, hes jotting down notes right now. Can we talk about this, what you just did? <laughs> I like this. It's an awesome thing you just did. Yeah, that's cool. Let's go. So we're, we're watching highlights. It's uh, 6.30 on a Sunday, What's uh, October 25th. And the late games are on. We're watching the Patriots, you know, getting taken to the woodshed here. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, Tampa Bay and Las Vegas are playing a good game right now but we're watching the highlights of the Panthers and the Saints game. And, you know, deep ball, touchdown pass to uh, D.J. Moore, blown coverage by the Saints. Roman wanted to see what happened, just got off a phone call talking about it. And as you're watching it, you see D.J. Moore, I forget what the yardage was uh, for the touchdown. Malcolm Jenkins was giving chase as, uh, you know, Moore was scoring. And you said, I got to write that down. That was good by Malcolm to not, you know, throw his hands up and, and, you know, sell out his teammates. And you were writing that down to what? Text Malcolm? I yes. Assume. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to just call him just to remind him. Okay. This. No, I just I thought that was a cool Be- thing because, like, like I, I told him from a, a different perspective, having not ever been in that situation, Um, you know, I'm just, when I see guys do that, I'm like, oh, it's frustration. You know, mm-hmm. I get it. They're frustrated, you know, blown coverage. Somebody, you know, made a mistake. But you're right. It, it is an act of selling out your teammates. It is a way because,
1: look, you don't always have to let everybody know that it wasn't your man or your fault, right? Sometimes right. just finish out the play. We'll get it corrected on the sideline. And you don't have to sell out your teammates or try and point a finger like, man, who was that? Like, you don't have to do that. Did, did
0: a coach correct you on that or did you just? No, that, it's just the teammates that I play with. Because you're right. That's a general rule. Like, it's it's a lot of things in, like in baseball, right? If you, oh, if my gosh. Baseball you, has way too many unwritten rules. Well, first of all, <laughs> but you're right. Like, like, you got a pitcher on the mound, right? And you're, right. you're a shortstop. And your pitcher's just walked a dude and he's thrown six consecutive balls. He can't, he can't hit the broad side of the barn. You know, as a shortstop or, you know, just for instance, you, you shouldn't be throwing your hands up. Like, come on, dude, throw it. Like, that's – it's the same sort of thing. But I just – it was a thing that you picked up on as a former safety. Yes. You know, watching Malcolm – and obviously having played with Malcolm, you know, doing what he did. Well, was look,
1: that- man, I'll tell you the perfect example because what my worst game, I think I played the NFL was against Seattle going into, like, well, year four or five, whatever that was. Five. And I gave up one touchdown – or two touchdowns. But anyways, at the end of the game, it looked like I would given up more than what I, it was my fault. But that's because I was running after a guy. And I was just close man to him when I saw him running by me. I was like, well, who's covering that guy? And I looked, I'm like, oh, shoot, he's about to throw it. So I just take off, start running. And the media said it was my man. Like, I had blown the coverage. And I was like, no, I had my guy. But I saw him throwing the ball. But I didn't turn around and point so that you don't know. But that's a constant. That's a professional move. When you get to a place and you don't do that, you just, you're just you just confident in yourself and you understand. I don't have to answer to the media. I don't have to answer to the outlook because they don't understand. But I'm not going to sell my guys out either. We need to get to the sideline. We got to get this corrected. I just saw him running, so I just want to try and chase him because right. I don't want to give up a touchdown. That's my job as a safety is, you know, get us to the next play. Yeah. That's a job as a safety. So. Um, it, dude, it's just really funny. So, yes, that's why I did it. And a lot of people don't understand that. That frustrates me when I see guys throw up their hands all the time. Like, I don't want to see that. As a DB, you look confused. You guys don't look together. Right. Communication's bad. It just does not look good. Yeah. And you have to be better than that. And as a group, as a unit, that's how you have to play. The best ones are a unit. It's not just one guy. It's everybody's together because you constantly have to communicate. They don't even have crowds. It's not loud. How are you blowing coverages? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I like, mean, we all can hear each other. Right. So there's definitely, we're not even having to use hand signals, which is normally how you have to communicate.
0: Yeah.
1: And they're getting it wrong. And when you see these things, that's why my, my boy called me because, you know, he's um, down there by the, and was asking me what coverage was that. And the way it looked like either, I, got, I would have to see all 22 cut up, but he either bit on the pump and go. He just didn't stay back. I don't know what it was. Yeah,
0: well, it was a good game. I mean, I, either way. Th-
1: First of all, I would like to transition to that kick. That kick was a hell okay. of a
0: kick. Joey Sly. That for, was for any, awesome. If you haven't seen it, Joey Sly. It was almost like he didn't kick it hard enough. We got to took that. We got to talk about the third down sack in a second. But you're right. Joey Sly was was, was on fourth down. Was asked to try a 65 yard field goal, and it came up like he kicked it 64 and a half. Um, I mean, it just it went right he, underneath. He, the he kicked ball.
1: it about 62. Yeah, yeah, you're it right. was I mean, like it was around it was. Cause literally, once it hits the top, you never know what it's gonna do. Right. If you hit the top crossbar, yeah. you, but you give yourself a chance. Yep. Because it can go either. It goes did all off. Did you
0: see the, the, the quadruple did. doink
1: <laughs> at Rice yesterday?
0: <laughs> the quadruple
1: doink. Yes, seeing some of my guys from work uh, over at uh, over at ESPN, they they showed it to me. Uh, his name's Brad. He was like, I was like, dude, like, <laughs> I've never seen uh, like the the range of reactions seen, so on the said field. He seen three, and I'd never even seen two. More than two, right? He's like, I've seen three, but the four I've never
0: seen. it. Never that. seen it. Like <laughs> when you watch it, the range of reactions, it like, like, and one, it
1: wasn't just a normal doink. It was like one crossbar to a crossbar, right? And then two <laughs> bounces,
0: <laughs> and then like you watch the players. that one guy's devastated. The guy over here is like ecstatic, thinking that it went his way. It's like three or four guys don't know seen what, the crowd what to do. Oh, no, no, I'm about the players on the oh. field. Like I think it was the left tackle was like or no yeah oh god it was funny you got to watch it again man like the range of reactions on the field was amazing it was so good so yeah anyway um, no Joey Slime was hitting a sixty five yard field goal was cool third down sack on real quick um, it doesn't matter but like Teddy Bridgewater played well today he's He's, good he's a really good quarterback he's been. Look, that's the most frustrating thing about living in Charlotte, Kyle,
1: and listening to your radio. Because I try to support you, I do. I well, I listen to talk sports talk radio, too, yeah, and I never listen to sports talk radio in my whole life. I don't blame you. So, <laughs> 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 all right. So, um, but you know, I love you, dog. You're my boy. Appreciate so it. I, I'm, I'm showing support. And when I hear people talking about they're going to lose and Teddy, they want to get Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, well, what about Teddy? You need to give him a chance. And he's the only reason you guys are good right now. And he is the biggest difference maker. Him, the connection between him and Robbie Anderson. DJ Moore, they got to continue to find ways to get him and get him continue to get him going. But I think Joe Brady, the X factor in this is that he's found ways to be creative with Curtis Samuel. Yes, 100%. That is what's the difference maker. So if they can keep that going with Christian McCaffrey, right, you have to continue to add on to this. Christian can't come back and be like, dude, I want – I got to get me. Nope. I got to get me. Nope. He has to find a way to be the explosive, elusive player And, he, and he's like, that he that's is. the
0: kind of person he is anyway. Like, He's not going to come back demanding the football. I know, but he demands time, though. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? No, no, and Mike Davis has played his tail off, you know, for the better part of five games. Correct. But, I mean. He's they, limited,
1: though. That's what I'm saying. They I mean, need Christian, Christian back. Probably, yeah, yeah. They Christian, need yes. Christian back. I just, I just want to see how this thing continues to play. But if you're going to put Curtis Samuel at running back, that means Christian's not going to be in or are you just going to split Christian
0: out you know so well, the point, i want to see how they want to get creative with it but you know how this is like you were, you talked about it the frustrating thing sometimes about charlotte is that everything still gets filtered through the quarterback system because our situation because cam newton <laughs> teddy bridgewater teddy bridgewater was like 23 of 28 today for like 254 two touchdowns no picks And he got sacked once, I believe. Yeah. And he felt the pocket well all day. I mean, he he, got, he he, had a couple great scrambles. Dude, he played a great football game today. And you still, I still had people, Roman, in like respond to me in my mentions saying, uh, Teddy cost us the game today. No, what, he did not. What, what, what football game did you watch? Like, Because it wasn't the same one that I watched, sir. Because what I just watched was New Orleans go 11 for 13 on third down today. Yeah, I, think? I don't think they got They broke at a all. Panthers franchise record for, for third down conversion percentage against in a game, dude. When you, when you hear. But Te- Teddy, you, it's Teddy's fault.
1: When you hear the guy calling the game, um, it was Chris Fielding's crew. He said, he said Oh, the Saints got him just where they want him third and 12. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like, no, third down again.
0: Oh, the Saints
1: got them just what they want. Third and
0: 12. Like, uh, they converted them. Was,
1: yeah. They, they did. converted like a third and 14 with the
0: underneath pass to Alvin Kamara. Look, and the thing is, I, I, I'm not even going to bang on them too hard because they're already without KK Short and Gross Matos. Then they got—they lost Justin Burris. Then on top of that, they lost. Hey, um, no,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. Before we cry me a rib. No, 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 no. Hey, no, hey that, man, that guy, Brian Burns, is special. So, first of all, he didn't whoop. Taron, which was he wouldn't do that to Taron. He had to back up in and just abuse that that young man. That dip like, move? Oh my gosh. He that he's special. He has a special, unique ability that you can't coach or teach. Right. His body can lean and turn and he's very nimble and he is quick off the ball. The guy I, I just think you're doing a disservice by dropping him back. I, I think when you let this yeah. kid stand up and go get the quarterback. He's good at it. I don't understand it. That is the only frustrating thing. When I watch Carolina, I'm like, well, the 31st and sacks because they don't rush their best pass rusher every single play. He should not be doing anything but going to get the quarterback. I don't care if you want to draw. Go get the quarterback. That's your only job is go get the quarterback. Everybody else, you play off of him. Just let that kid hunt, man. That's what he does really, really well. (laughs) I agree, Kyle. So, but
0: this whole, you know, that um, they, did, like, they, like, they run a 3-3-5, three, three, uh, whatever it's Yeah, the 3-3-5. Three, three, yeah. A lot of fans hate it. Like, some of the you know, the armchair what, coaches what, hate it. Like well, yeah, the, the
1: traditionalists.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I know. Like, and, and it does have its benefits. And I'm not an X's and O's guy. Like, I, I lean on you for that stuff. But, like, I, I've done radio for some teams that ran 3-3-5. Three, three, there are some reasons to do it. And if you have the right guys to run it, it can be, you know, effective. But, again, I know a lot of people hate it. But the point is, again, for me – like today with this Saints game, 27-24, sure as hell wasn't the offense's reason they lost the <laughs> football game. And, you know, and for the defense, I'll say this again. I know it's next man up, and you've got to have that mentality, but you know as well as I do, at some point you just run out of horses and you're not dudes out there that just can't get the job done. Well, Kyle. Is that not true? I'm not, it's no, not no, an excuse.
1: I'm, no, it's not at all. But what did I say about Carolina's team last year?
0: I don't know. That There's a lot to say well, about well, that team.
1: Well, I mean, all right, but, so I like the, the starting players. The starting 22, I'm cool with. It. But then after that, it gets real. Clean. Yeah, you did say that. And then now you, you look that. at another team who people think is even thinner than what they had last year, and it's really just a lot younger. Um, when guys get hurt or things do happen, you don't have the same amount of ability to replace them. But the safety getting hurt and gross mottos, look, it's just really hard when – you're bringing up guys that are rookies that have played like two games in their whole but, career. I I didn't like, say Rasul not,
0: Douglas yet. Rasul Douglas has been playing his tail
1: off. I know, but that's the that's the that's twenty twenty. You're right. All right, so I'm, I can't I'm not freaking out about <laughs> yeah, it. I'm just yeah. saying they, they they got a bunch of dudes on the sideline. Right. But when you have to depend on You're like, you're using people's, like, you're dependent on gross mottos to be in a Oh, yeah. You you don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to do that. That's where, that's what I mean by that. It's not a knock
0: on anybody. It's just like, man. It's just, and the thing is, he was, he was, he was overperforming, you know, for the last couple of weeks. So he was going to come back down to earth. There's no doubt about it. But like, as a rookie, yeah, I mean, you still want that production so long as he can get it to you and you want him out there.
1: I I didn't think Carolina fit the zone run scheme well today. Sometimes the, the Saints gassed him in the run. Right oh, game. Alvin
0: Kamara got whatever he wanted. Uh, look, this guy Alvin Kamara is on a—he's talented. He is a he, boss. He might have a future in this league, man. Uh, might, might he I might he might have a future in this league, man? I uh, mean, he just got broke off. His he's spine. so he's he, tough. He's really good, man. And Sean do Sean and those guys do a great job of using him too. So, mm. all right, so we just gave Panthers and Saints fans some pretty good breakdown right there. I think.
1: Yeah, it was very intriguing. I really enjoyed watching the game. I did too. It was I good. Always like, cheer for it, the. Uh, the it, it was I always a fun.
0: Cheer for the play. It was a fun game. Like I, I enjoyed it. I really, I, I really enjoyed that game. I got frustrated for Carolina's defense. You know, because I mean, you know, Phil Snow's just looking out there. Like, you know, we're trying to put guys in a position to succeed here. But uh, I mean, you're playing Sam Franklin. You know, undrafted kid from Temple. Who's, who's that? Exactly. I mean, he, he's, Where, he. What position was he? He's safety. Oh, um, he's forty-two. Forty-two. Right. You know, had, had, you didn't see him except for the first time last week when everybody started. talking. Well, dropping. he
1: wasn't. He wasn't. That bad though. He wasn't. No, original. he wasn't. That's I'm, what I'm saying. No, he wasn't that he's bad. From, he's from Temple. Yeah, dude,
0: they really have way too many Temple guys. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be different if <laughs> Temple was a football factory. You know, and, and again, it's, like you. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm I know. I get it. I get it. I understand. It's not exactly, uh, you know, Alabama. It's, <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying, all. man. But the, the point. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying here is, they got a ways to go. But uh, I, I, they fight, man. They compete. And, yes. And that's what—that's all I care about. I, mean, I agree. They're
1: going to make every game good. They've given us
0: seven entertaining football games from them. My thing was this, and I said this uh,
1: to somebody earlier, was that, hey, look, if the Panthers – this is the game to beat the Saints. If you're going to beat the Saints, this is the one. They don't have Michael Thomas. Right. They don't have Emmanuel Sanders. they are they, giving up big plays in the past game. from So, which they did that again today anyways. Right. Uh, so – if you're going to beat them, this is the time to beat them. You don't want to face them later when they're healthy.
0: So no, and maybe you're not as healthy. So that's the thing. I mean, they they, they can get healthier. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, like you said, Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders Sanders is having a good year. So yeah.
1: he's starting to figure it out. It will, him and Drew. Look, everybody wants to knock Drew about his passing and blah, blah, blah. Look, Drew's going to do what Drew does, and this offense looked really good today against. Pretty bad defense, and it was mostly about third down, like you talked. About. Look, b- sorry, we can leave this game. Bottom up. line, though,
0: this is all free football. This is the fact that we even get football, mm-hmm. given the conversations we were having two or three months ago. Oh yes, I'll just take it. Like no you know, doubt. I'm not. I can't even get too upset about. I'm not. I, I'm just excessively optimistic about the football this year. You're not going to bring me down. We get to watch football. I'm yeah, ready. man. We didn't think we had this in. Like my Hokies got. <laughs> they lost to Wake Forest yesterday. Oh yeah, and, uh, that was a big upset. You know who messed that up for you? Yeah, I can start naming names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got plenty of plenty of names on that list. If you'd like me to start running down it, absolutely. Give me your top time. <laughs> all i go- Look, no, all I'm going to say is this. Okay, we thought that program had finally started to turn a corner back toward what it was from about 1995 until about 2011, and then all of a sudden you lose to Wake Forest. They go. I mean, they go truck, which turned out to be a pretty good Boston College team last week and then they just showed up thinking that well, Wake Forest was going to roll over, and Wake punched him in the mouth for four quarters. And the coaching staff didn't have them prepared, and they had 118 yards and penalties, which I think was the most oh. since, like, 87. I mean, they were unf- undisciplined, unfocused. They weren't ready to play. I mean, they made no adjustments. They, they deserved to lose the football game. So that right there is huge hmm. when you talk
1: about adjustment. Yeah. Like, the best coaches do it. Yeah. And to me, that is how – a coach, you have to learn how to affect the game without playing it. Those, and, that is the that is what the greatest, the best coaches do. Sure, affect the game without even
0: playing it. And to be fair to the coaches, they didn't throw three interceptions. Hendon Hooker did that, so right. Like, you know, th- there were some definitely some execution problems out there too. But when you when you show up unfocused and undisciplined, and you're undisciplined all day, like at some point, you got to look at coaches and say you're in charge of all these yeah, know, yeah, eight, yeah. eighteen to twenty two year old guys. Like this is on you if they weren't ready to play. Because Wake, Wake Forest sure looks ready to play. You know, Dave Clawson's group didn't seem to have a problem being ready to play when they kicked that football off. So, you know, you know I think it's on him. How about this, by the way? Um, oh, man. We're, so we're watching uh, San Francisco basically just whoop New England. This is wild. I mean, Cam Newton just has been pulled from this game. He just threw – check this out. Cam Newton just became the first player in NFL history to throw for 30,000 yards, and to run for 5,000 yards. Just did that this afternoon, and he did it right before he threw his third interception of the day and got pulled. I mean, you you talk about having a, a contrasting afternoon. Uh, you, you become the first player in history of the NFL to do that, and you also get pulled from the game because you're having such a bad afternoon. And that Patriots team, they're, they're, I mean, think about all the opt-outs they had a lot of opt-outs. More than anybody in the league by they far. They had them, a right? lot of opt-outs. I opt-out. mean, you're talking about Dante Hightower and yeah, Dante like Chung. Yeah, like really good players. Oh, yeah. Them. Like, was it Marcus Cannon? I mean, those guys yes. had several guys opt-out of the season. Um, They just – I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I bet Boston – the airwaves in Boston are going to be uh, whew, bad tonight.
1: Man, my boy Rob Minko said it, though. He said, man – Cam got twenty years of pressure on him. Oh yeah, I, was
0: it, it's funny you said that because I turned on the TV this morning and I was watching the the uh, whatever the ESPN pregame coverage is called, mm-hmm. and and Ninkovich was on the screen. Yeah, that's what he works. And, and he said uh, he said it this morning. He said it's the biggest game in the, in the last or in twenty years of Patriots football. I'm like, what are you talking? And then I stopped and I was like, well, in some ways it kind of is. It sounds ridiculous because it's not really like there's no, there's nothing at stake necessarily, right? You know, but. It's just the first time they've been in this situation in a long time. Yes. And, you know, because it's football, because it's the NFL, it's going to be a referendum on Cam. And it, yes. That's why that, Tampa to just keep winning, too. Dude, the, how about the Antonio Brown thing? What about it? I, I, what do you mean, what about it? Antonio Brown's back in the NFL, that's what. I knew it was going to happen. Well, I'm Tampa. not shocked that he's back in the NFL. I'm just saying, you think about all the things that man's been through in the last 12 to 18 months, 90% of it was self-inflicted. And here he is because he can ball. He's back with an opportunity. With a, and, and I would probably running. say like ninety five percent. Yeah, I was being nice. I was trying to be nice about. it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah ninety five is more accurate. I think we got to call his face. It's been bad. It's not been a good run for him, and it's mo- he's he's pretty much shot himself in the foot the entire way. Um, I, I there, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. Like it's it's about to be. We know it's going to be Kansas City and Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl at this point. I mean, Le'Veon goes to, to KC, and now AB signing in, in Tampa Bay. I can't wait to see Le'Veon
1: in KC. Oh man, I'm telling you, I mean, Clyde, David, Hilaire. I mean, just more weapons.
0: Oh man, that's wild. Like there, there's some good football ahead. I think.
1: Yeah, man, I'm really excited. If I, they can I, stay
0: COVID-free, I don't know if they can do it the rest of the way. The way things are popping off right now. Okay, you know, that's that's from your Instagram. okay? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about from
1: the the (laughs) bar you just showed me,
0: that place had it popping off. That was Twitter. That was uh, okay. I'm not gonna. (laughs) I'm not gonna call out the spot, but that was from like a uh, a a restaurant slash bar in Charlotte, man. They are. uh, Let's just say they're not social distancing. (laughs) No, not at all. There's not much. There's not much PPE in sight. I don't think there's a whole lot of safety protocols taking place, man.
1: Oh no, Uh. it was. um, These cats had a whole chonga line. They were going in, (laughs) Kyle. I was <laughs> like, I'm not this. I said, dude, I got to stay indoors for the next oh. two weeks here. Uh,
0: cases spiking all over the country.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm staying inside the next two weeks. I mean, I'm like, like
0: oh, anyway. you know what's funny, too, is that people think you can only live in one of two states when it comes to COVID, right? Either <laughs> utter fear or this is a hoax and you're all sheep and the government's pulling one <laughs> over on all of us. Those are the only two options you have. No, for a lot of us, it's like, nah. Like, we're not going to freak out, but we're also probably just going to chill at the house for a while longer while the rest of y'all go out there and get COVID because you're dumb. Yeah. Um, and we'd rather not have it. Yeah, I'm kind of cool. I'm just going to wait it out, you know, until some some things improve because uh, these people don't care about much of anything. Yeah, man. And, I, and they'll I just, just yell herd immunity at you and walk away anyway, so. I just hope
1: that you continue to learn from these situations. You have to learn. You have to grow from life. Yeah. And. Um, Cause at the end of the day, I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody, but this is like people are dying from this too. We're losing like a thousand people. Absolutely, today. that's what I'm saying. And I'm, people want to say, "Oh well, the hospital's just right it's this because they get this money and, and this this this." I'm like, "Yeah, that's true, but it's still happening."
0: Well, like, but here's the thing. that's the, but that's the thing. Like, I personally know two people that have like well, this. Right. This took a heavy turn, but like you're right. I personally know two people that have died from COVID. Right, like people that I knew well. Yeah, and so you're right, and and so that's like I but joke, people, I, but people. Don't give enough empathy to that, Kyle. Well, no, but you – look, you want to go down this road? Because I'll tell you right now, I've told some people to their faces that it's not my fault they didn't pay attention in high school biology. You know, for some of these mm-hmm. things that they, they just willfully overlook and don't want to talk about. And, and look, I, I'm not going to get up here and lecture anybody about science. Right. But, you know, it's uh, – there's some things that are just common sense and logical and things that are proven to work that people just – I don't know. Yeah. I, it's frustrating but you're right that, but, you, but the NFL stuff frustrates yes. me too with that okay. and and I don't think you know I joked about the are they going to finish the season thing yep I mean think about it Like we, we've already seen
1: I think the NFL does. NFL does well no no
0: I think they finished the season too but I I, I don't think it's going to be even I mean, well, I,
1: well how about um, did, did something happen did they catch a couple players out oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you mean yeah <laughs> Did they, I don't want to just. I don't want to be like putting anything out there unless it's true. Okay. Well, sure. <laughs> I right. mean, so players can't go out, right? According to like, they can't get caught like hanging out in clubs and stuff.
0: Uh, I, I have, Look, to be honest with you, I haven't gone through with a fine tooth comb the NFL's protocol <laughs> that they agreed upon with <laughs> with the Players Association. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I'm like you. I'm gonna chill on the, uh, you know.
1: Yeah. So yes, all right, Kyle. Um I mean that means you just can only party with your teammates. Which some guys are cool with that, but it's other guys that have different different lanes and like, you know, they ain't really like they ain't fucking with the, the team like that. It's just what it is. And that's what is so weird and unique about a locker room because we all come together for one common goal. Right. But when it comes to like once and once we done <laughs> like, I don't
0: even... Some you know, guys you're probably not going to run with outside the building.
1: No, you just don't. It's just it is what it is. Right. I mean, that,
0: but that's, that's a workplace. But that's life. You know what I mean? Right. That's, that's life too. That, that, that's no different from any other workplace. Yeah, but during this type of time, 2020...
1: I think you have to force well, yourself to get that's to, a good a, point. to work to hang out with each other because at least
0: you know. That's a good point. And I, I think some of the, the coaches And making
1: sure you're outside.
0: Well, I think some of the coaches your bar the place was not dog.
1: even outside, Kyle. They were inside.
0: The, 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 the bar video? Yes. Dude, these people were I mean, they're grinding they were twerking, they were grinding, they were conga lining. I mean, this one dude, I don't even know what he was doing. He was dancing <laughs> the Soldier Boy, I forget what the name of that dance is. Like there was a lot happening in that video. It there was. was a lot <laughs> happening in that video and it made me uncomfortable. I gotta well, be honest with you.
1: When I heard it, I was like, Kyle, what is that? Like,
0: I'm going to tell you something then. I, since I, since we're protecting names or we're not using names to protect <laughs> the innocent or whatever this is. So I go to this concert on Friday night. All right, check this out. Uh-huh. So I go to this concert on Friday night at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. We go to the Avid Brothers. Yeah, but uh, you drive. guys
1: pull up a truck and it's just you and your wife it's, in the back. It's, it's awesome. It's like, it's, that's,
0: that's, that's the definition of... Social distance. It's the best. I'm <laughs> telling you. I keep telling people, I w- I want concerts to be this permanently moving forward. It's the best experience. You bring your own food. You can sneak in your booze. You get to wear – I got an air mattress in the bed of my truck. I'm in bed in the back of my vehicle, and can't nobody come near me. It is awesome, except somebody did. Oh, no. And, 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 oh no. and, it, and it really pissed me off, Roman. So I'm at the track on Friday. Imagine this. All right, so I'm at the track. Uh-huh. We get there. Uh, we're we're on the back stretch at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They've got the stage set up, probably we're t- more toward the back. We got we got there late. So uh, we're still less than you know 60 yards from the stage though. Yeah. And we have full access with the walkway that we could walk up and see the stage if we wanted to. Um, uh, but you know, we're supposed to hang out near our vehicles. So we had great a great spot. And as we're in the back. And we parked next to this couple. Check this out. This couple drove their four kids, little kids, all under six. Oh, Lord. Six or seven, all down from Chicago. They drove 14 hours down from Chicago because they hadn't seen a concert in over a year. And they're huge Aved Brothers fans. And they were just dying to see a concert. Oh, my goodness. And so they drove 14 hours. Had never been here before anything. And so it was awesome. So anyway, we get in the back. And my, my wife... Had just had a, her, her uh, the girls that are, at her job threw her a um, shower, a baby, b- a baby shower. Thank you. And they brought her this cake. So we're in the back, we're eating cake, you know, we're, whatever. We, it's awesome. This guy walks up, he's security. He sees me standing there outside the truck eating, talking to my wife. And he just comes up and leans up against my truck right next to me and just starts chatting me up, which, I mean, I'm a friendly guy. I'll talk to people, but like, you know, this was, he clearly was camping out like he was going to stay a minute. And then as, we're like as he's talking like making small talk he just pulls his mask down and uh as i'm sta- yeah oh yeah as we're like and he's within two feet of me you know and i'm just looking at him like really we're gonna do this huh we're gonna do this like we don't know well, you didn't each
1: didn't have your mask on because you're just with your wife
0: i'm eating yeah right i'm eating so like i feel you know very uncomfortable at this point but it's like man what are you doing here but he sees it and like he puts it. I, I give him a look and he puts it back up. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, what are we doing here? I, you, don't, We don't know each other. But some people, man, they just, uh, you know. Kyle. He may have felt comfortable with you, Kyle.
1: I mean, you know, he I saw I'm, your beard. I'm <laughs> <laughs> trying to say it's a beard thing, Kyle. It could be, though.
0: It could be, though. <laughs> I don't know. It could be. You're right. I, I don't know. I'm thinking about cutting this thing off. What are you going to go? With? Just lower it? No, I'm thinking about just, I don't know. I like this, Kyle. You like what?
1: I like you know i Do you do? I do. I like where it's going because it comes. It grows back. Oh yeah. Can't attached that. to hair. No, I think it'd be. I want to see it. I've never met you that way.
0: Yeah, dude, I, haven't really sh- I
1: haven't shaved. I haven't in five years, dude. That's gonna be awesome. I think. Well, uh, that's, I trim it all the time. I mean, once I, the I, summer comes in 2021, I, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut my face facial here, too. I think I'm going to try and go like. I'm gonna do something different. I'm going go to California.
0: What is that? What, what? Hold on. What does California have to well, do? Well, my, my
1: wife's family's out there, so we always go out there for a week or two.
0: Well, that's great. That's awesome. So when
1: I'm on vacation out there, I can try something different.
0: You're just gonna let it grow.
1: Yeah. I'm. Well, I don't know about letting it grow. It's just I might like cut like all my facial hair off. I might. I might keep half of just a mustache. I don't know. I'll do something. When's different.
0: the last time you had no facial hair?
1: When I had no facial hair.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I, okay. No, that makes sense. Like I, a
1: complete nothing. Yeah. No mustache, nothing, yeah. I mean, I, I want to see what you... Yeah. I, I mean, go, go ahead, Kyle. I think this is a good thing.
0: I got some pictures that I can show you.
1: Yeah, but you're younger. This is like older Kyle. Mature Kyle with a different one.
0: Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. We'll do that. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: I forget. I, I, you got me... Oh, oh, the, the 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 dude with the mask at the... Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Agent, anyway,
0: uh, but like he, he just kind of got it after a second. I was like, all right, bro. Like, we we <laughs> kind of on a date here. So, uh, you know, if you could... Skedaddle. You know what? Move your ass on down the track here. I mean, like, nice guy. But, but like, that was... It's like, come on, man. But, but people just... I wouldn't mind that, though, Kyle.
1: If As I got older, just going to concerts with my wife, and dude, I would literally
0: just have a truck for that. That'd be our date night. Think. Dude, can I say, there were people who rented U-Haul trucks to dude. come do this. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. You can rent like a regular U-Haul pickup truck for $20 a day, I think. Maybe 30 bucks. And there were people who rented U-Haul trucks to just come... I think honestly, I'm just saying, Rome. I think we were trendsetters because we were at the first one too back in <laughs> August, and we were like the we were. I didn't see anybody else who did what we did. So like, I went to Walmart uh, when I was in uh, you know near the track, and I got an air mattress to fit the bed. And she brought a, a quilt or um, a comforter yeah. and this massive pillow. And so everybody walking by us in the first one was like, "That's brilliant, you guys are brilliant." I'm just like, Man, "Thanks, you know, I kinda, Yeah. But, but yeah, so but this time almost like 90% trucks.
1: This is, I, I would definitely have to borrow, I'm definitely truck is like where it's at. Yeah, what,
0: uh, did you grow up around a drive-in movie theater? Uh, it went away so early when I was young, okay. before I was able to go, really go to movies. That makes sense. No, but this is the same kind of concept, so we did that.
1: That's when we had the 99 movie, like when, like that was a big deal in Prattville. We got the 99 cent. Was it? It was 99 cent to go to a movie.
0: To drive-in? No, no. Oh, the regular movie. The regular theater? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We, we had something. It was
1: something only like, two of them, like Cinema 2, but. Yeah, we know
0: like we, we had something like that, too. I think it was like $2 Tuesdays or something like that when we did it. Ours was every day. Every day? Every day. Every day? Every day. Damn, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> Wish I'd have grown up in Pratton, man. <laughs> it wasn't all that bad, Kyle. It was great. So what did. <laughs> it was great. I'm so what did you think? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. What did you think about the second debate? So, <laughs> you had to juice yourself up I, like, I don't know if I want to do this. So I'm going to do it. I want to do it. What did you What did you think? So I, I wish you'd have told me. I had
1: my notes. Um, <laughs> you know, I always. I know you. Do, you took notes again. I did. <laughs> I did. I took notes again. So it was um, at least we got a little bit more information driven. Um, at least and and um, our president was not cutting off so Joe Joe Biden the whole time. So it was. That played out better. The moderator was pretty good, too.
0: I thought she did a great job. Kristen Welker?
1: Yeah, and she followed up questions. I like that she followed up questions. Yeah. I thought that that was good. I joked
0: after she that the NFL should hire her as the head of officiating because uh, <laughs> she's pretty good. <laughs> She follows up questions? Yes, she does. And she well, keeps you moving. Give it moving. When you give us an answer, I, I want to have another, I got a question. She me. wasn't there to argue with you about who was going to talk. No, this is what we're about to talk about. Right. Hurry up. And if you need a little extra time, fine, but don't keep asking. Like, yeah. just, I mean, she, she was on it, man. Everybody only had like one rebuttal. I know. Boom, boom. Okay, she's bum, like, bum, hey, gentlemen, up. I'd like to keep it moving come here, on. so if you could please be quiet. Hey, I felt like she got to everything she wanted to get to. Well, between that and the mute button, I think, look, we found a formula here, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think we yeah. found a game plan moving forward. We need a mute button, and we need Kristen Welker, and if we have those two things, we got a chance. I agree. I mean, that was one of the best things I,
1: I heard from the whole thing. I, I thought Joe was pretty consistent all the way through, and I thought he faltered at the end. And I, I think the whole, it's, yeah. the, whole um, the gas and oil industry uh, question and answer at the end was not great for him. But I, I think I understand He's trying to get zero emissions by 2050. Yeah, and Look, if they are able to deliver that plan, I don't see why not. Why do we can not? I, can want I to say something earth? about
0: that real quick? Because I, I understand why. First of all, I understand why like Trump jumped up because Trump Trump's face lit up when he said it. Right, he, and did. he was he like, "Whoa, was a whoa it's a big, thing. it's a big statement, it's yes, a bigger it statement." He said, and, and and it is at the right. same time though. Like I didn't come up in the oil industry. Like I didn't grow up in Texas. So, right. Exactly. But, but I, I, I was raised. But I was raised by coal miners. Mm-hmm. And it's a very similar type of deal. It's okay? a huge deal. And so coal both miners. my both my grandfathers were coal miners. My dad was a coal miner for a while. So like I th- there's a big, and that's like a dying industry there's too. A, there's a big part of this conversation mm-hmm. that that I do understand, and it is a finite resource, and it is polluting the environment and has been for a very long time. It, it, it baffles me. And look, Joe is not a great debater. Never has been. I keep right. saying this. You know, it, it, there's something to be... And he's he's performed really well at times. Other times, not at all. But the point is, y- you have to transition out of those things. Like, if the goal is get to, to get to zero emissions, if the goal is... You know, to get to a point where we're not using fossil fuels anymore, right. which seems to be something increasingly that most people agree on. Yeah, then the ultimate we want to save. Well, right. You we know, stay, we're seeing that we're, and we're if that is if that is truly the goal, which right. I think I, I think it should be. Right. Most of us think it should be the goal if we can do it. Yes, we don't want. We're not just going to stab you know stab a knife through the heart of the oil industry and leave. No. However many hundred thousand people unemployed, no. you know, the, the goal should hey, there has to be jobs waiting on these people to right. transition them into it's got to be so the the messaging has to be that. And if you can't do that, then you have a problem. Right. But if you that's the idea is that you should be able to do that. And you need to be able to message it and frame it as such that mm-hmm. hey, we need to transition you from oil jobs to solar or wind or yep. whatever it is that that we land on, you know, for the most important part of our energy portfolio moving forward. Right. I, I the messaging's so bad. Like this, is, you, you've got to be able to, to talk about the sustainability of it all and everything right, else. Right, right, but right. you're right; it, was a, it would seem like a key moment in the, in the debate. I just, but then, but the, Kyle, but the big
1: picture though, let's this, this talk about is that they said what fifty million Americans had already voted right by the thing went on, so you know, opinions are already kind of where they are, and if you feel certain ways, you're going to feel certain ways. And well, that, that, to
0: that point, that's what I was about to say. I just, again, I don't know. Like the president scored points because he was on his best behavior. And, you know, but
1: if, how, 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 yes, go.
0: Well, no, but you're like some people to your point are saying, why are we giving him points for acting presidential? <laughs> and the other side is pointing out that, you know, Joe Biden tried to come with, he tried to land some sarcastic punches and they failed. And, you know, he bungled the, the energy thing, like you said, mm-hmm. or he bungled that, or, you know, this whole Hunter Biden, China, Ukraine story that people think should be getting more run. But, like, journalistically, there's a whole lot of differing opinions as to whether or not it should, how it should be covered. Fox News wouldn't even touch it. With, yeah. I don't why is,
1: I just don't know why is Rudy Giuliani the guy that's discovering this. Have you seen Borat, by the
0: way? I have not. I have had, not I, 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 I'm not buying it, man. Like, I don't think, I, want, I don't know if I want to purchase the movie Borat 2. Like, I don't, I've already seen the clip. Did have I like, told you the,
1: the 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 story about how close, well, when he interviewed my teammate? Who? The, the, Borat, yeah, the Sasha whatever. Sasha
0: Barakoa? yeah, he interviewed your teammate.
1: Yes. What What do you mean? Yeah, so in college, he interviewed my teammate Shaw Williams, and he was at an Alabama football game, and he was like pretending to be this extra flamboyant gay cheerleader. And oh, <laughs> dude! And so he interviewed my boy Shaw. And he's sitting down. And he's asking Shah questions, and he's saying he's from like over, like wherever he's from, and blah blah blah. And Shah was just being respectful, just talking to him and interview. and then um, he asked Shah was like, so how about um, well how many of your teammates are like gay? And uh, Shah was <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't. I don't know, like, I don't know. He's like, so you're not, uh, you not gay? And he's like, well, he's like, bro, I'm not gay. Like, he was like so uncomfortable, and he was trying to be so nice about it. He was getting so angry, and he didn't know. None of us knew at the time. I think, it's Kyle, t- you have to look at this video. It is the funniest thing, dude. And it's funny. Is it on YouTube? Yes. And I'll sure. watch it.
0: Well, that's, see, that's the thing is that, I- and like
1: this, this was back in when I was in college in like 2003. At the time, yeah, it like around 2002,
0: 2003 when he did this. It's so this, so it was, this was pre-Borat, yeah. Right? So this was, what was, because he did the, uh, i got to look this up now, because I'm not the biggest, like, uh, yeah, Ali G. Remember Ali G? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that, that was it. That, that, that was the role? Yes. That was the show? Okay, yes. that's what I was thinking of, and I couldn't remember <laughs> it. So I didn't watch much of Ali G. Um, I don't know a ton about that one, but I, yeah, like when he was in uh, Talladega Nights, You know that role was hilarious. Um, Borat one was funny, and I'll probably watch Borat too. But I'm not paying for it. I'm not. I just I don't know, man. Like I I gotta. I'll look and see if it's on a streaming app or something when I get home. So let me get you. Let's get back to some football stuff, right? Because I I do want to talk about that with you because I'll go back to the SEC yesterday. You were talking about LSU and South Carolina and how LSU went out and I mean I, I thought South Carolina had a chance to win that game yesterday. Going into it, I mean, and, and I wouldn't have been surprised if they. Were. I wouldn't have been surprised exactly. I don't know. I didn't. I wouldn't have necessarily picked them to win, but LSU. I did not. Well, right, and and LSU, like you've pointed out a couple of times, their defense is a mess. Oh, they're awful. It's a mess, and so this I, is my own YouTube channel, so I can say. I mean, not YouTube channel, but
1: this is my this is our own show, so I can tell you they are they are trash.
0: Oh, they're awful.
1: They and it's not because it's not all the. Now let me get this right. It is because of lack of talent. They are—they're not that good at linebacker, and the young boy—I uh, forget his name right now. He's number, anyways. They got some guys that finally got pressure the other night, but they're not that good. And but at corners, they got some pretty good corners, and um, they got one safety, uh, Jacoby who he, He'll probably—he's almost like a Thomas Davis type. He's bigger. He'll probably end up playing linebacker in the league.
0: Yeah. Well, they—they're bad. Uh, defensively, and, and so I was. I was thinking about that game, and I'm looking across the rest of the SEC. If, if Georgia can't do any more to give Alabama a game than they did, do we just know the way this is? I mean, we already know how this is going, right? I mean, I know they played. You the, saying uh, Thanos and in Infinity
1: Gauntlet right now?
0: I mean, I'm just saying that this is Alabama's conference once again. I, I can't, well,
1: I can't say that after Waddle getting
0: hurt. Well, okay, fair that point. Fair is, point. That's that's a game. People,
1: changer. you you can't put a value on how much that kid brought to that team and that offense because of his elite speed and running ability. And this guy was lightning in a bottle. He affected the kick. You couldn't punt it to him. Nobody punted the ball to him. He averaged 20 yards of return almost. So you can't punt it to him. And when he's out there, he's a constant threat. The moment he lines up for motions or anything, the whole defense has to talk and adjust because he's that game-breaking has that kind of game breaking ability so um to me you can't you can't put a value on it i think that really changes it i know they had the uh the kid uh slade come in and uh slate sorry whatever um i haven't studied that much um but yes he um he he's not a threat he's not a threat like waddle is waddle is a real true threat so now you lose a real threat from that offense and it just it means Mac Jones has to continue to step up. I think he's played awesome. He's played above anything I ever thought he was.
0: Well, I, I, again, I'm looking Look at, at Alabama. Alabama whooped Tennessee yesterday. Whooped them. I mean, yeah, for, but it was like
1: kissing your mom, though. Their defense played so much better. I mean, not kissing your mom, kissing your sister. Like, it was a great win, but you don't feel great about it.
0: Well, no, it's Tennessee, yeah. right? I mean, they're... they're <laughs> and you lost Waddle. Well, right, exactly. You, you feel you feel bad about losing Waddle, and yes. they, that's... You're right, that's a huge deal for that football team. Huge. Huge deal.
1: But the defense played a lot better, Kyle. Like, you actually looked at them like, okay, they got a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. They knocked a couple passes down. They didn't, like, have, like, blown, blown coverages. Um... They tackled well in space. But can, but Tennessee's offense, I don't understand this. So Tennessee looks like the junior in high school that lifted a whole bunch of weights. And now um, his senior year, he's gotten bigger and he's feeling, feeling himself. He just wants to run the ball right over people. That's what they look like to me. Their offensive scheme is, dra- is drawn that way. That hey, we got this offensive line. We're supposed to be this, this, and this. We're just going to be physical. They want to run the ball. But how do you run the ball? How do you, how do you actually run the ball? Right. Do, how do you do it? Do we try and attack the edges, or are we just trying to run right at people? And to me, I feel like Tennessee tries to run too much right at people. Like they're bigger than everybody, and you can't just push everybody around. That's why they got embarrassed against Alabama and Georgia, because Georgia and Alabama are bigger than them, and they've been doing it for longer. Got
0: embarrassed by Kentucky, too yeah
1: Kentucky beat them, up. Beat but, them but, up but but
0: that's because they turned the ball over well okay fine that's that that's fair but again it, it's part of a really bad stretch from Tennessee and and look you're right i do think that they've got this identity thing going that they can't really quite pull off right uh, you know like at least not against the elite in in, in, yes. in the conference but i think again it's alabama's conference and everybody else right now to me the, wa- the waddle injury is killing
1: can it's, we talk about i did not know nick saban is one like alabama's like 20 something to know against east opponents
0: like some crazy stuff. It, you're not surprised by that, though, right? I mean, he's been absolutely dominant. He's owned. I mean, he's owned this conference. The man has ended careers year after year. <laughs> Nick Saban has like sent people's careers to the graveyard, at least in the SEC. By the way, just as a quick aside, how about the job that uh, Eli Drinkowicz is doing at, at Missouri right now? Hey, man,
1: how about the job my my boy Zach Woodman's doing, the strength coach, getting the boys ready?
0: I mean, uh, that's. But yes,
1: look, they totally shut down Kentucky. Kentucky's. They can't throw the ball. They're very—they're so limited offensively that – and Missouri out-physicaled them. I was surprised that if I looked up and said that who's going to have the most rushing yards and who's going to look like the more physical team, I would not have said Missouri. I thought it would have had to been Kentucky. I thought Missouri had to throw the ball more, or seem more finesse offensively. But no, they handed the ball off and pounded the rock. And I didn't think they were able to push Kentucky around like that, and they did. And uh, they, they've been uh, –
0: they made Kentucky bend to their will. Mm. Uh, look, it's it's been an interesting start to the season for the SEC. Did you? How much Big Ten football did you catch yesterday? Any? Uh, just
1: a little. Uh
0: huh. I'm I'm not shocked by that. Well, first of all, you have your SEC network responsibilities, yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. that's a big deal too. But like, tell me about it. I,
1: well,
0: I I saw Ohio State just take Nebraska to the woodshed. Ohio State's so much more talented. Ohio State's talented, now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're, that's, yes, 100%. They're, they're more. Let me stop there. Can, do you think that Scott Frost can, tur- can turn Nebraska around, whatever that means? <laughs> because you, you know that, first of all, they have a great fan base. Um, they really do. I think they still have the, the, the longest sellout streak in the nation. Um, they're not selling out now, are they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still going. I mean, they have the longest sellout streak in the nation. Hold on, hold on. Are, they, they, are they having fans? Uh well I don't know, not right now. Just oh, I don't okay. I don't think got this necessarily counts. Okay, yeah, no, that is, so fans aren't allowed in. So look, to answer
1: your question, no. And that is because it's just hard to recruit. No, once they left the big 12, that changed the recruiting pattern for them. They're no longer recruiting out of Texas. And and you know, so now that, that small that where, who are you going to get? You're going to get some kids from Ohio? No, you're not. They're going to go to Ohio State or another Ohio school because there's like six more schools there. Where, where do your recruiting base come from? You're not going to get kids out of Florida that really want to go to Nebraska unless you recruit them early before it gets cold. Yeah, by
0: the way, I just double-checked this. Uh, their athletic director, Bill Moose, said that uh, the sellout streak's still intact because if you can't sell out, you can't sell out. Okay. They, they have nobody in the stadium. But no, to your point – yeah, I, I just thought it was interesting they brought home the, the Golden Child you know Scott Frost and I, I like Scott Frost I, I think that they can be good again he, I don't he know he they comes
1: can... off as kind of arrogant on, on, on camera
0: you think so yeah doing some of his image. okay well he can be pretty standoffish but I do think like they can I be mean, good. they can be, be good yeah, again I'm I don't I'm think they can ever be great again Good probably not great mm-hmm. um, but then again with the right hire I think anybody can be great look at Clemson I mean Clemson was not supposed to be what they are right now. Uh, you know, 12, 15 years ago. I, I, it's crazy. Dabo 0-9. Yeah, so, I mean, 10 years ago even. Clemson was not supposed to be what they are. They had one national championship in 1981 uh, with Danny Ford. That was it. And otherwise, they were a middle-of-the-road program for a long time. And Dabo just happened to have some magic. And they found yeah. the right guy, man. So, I mean, it, right. He's in the Southeast. He's in Clemson. They've got a football culture. They've done a great job fundraising. There's a lot that goes into it. But, yeah. you know, I think the reason I point that out is, look, look at Minnesota with P.J. Fleck. Nobody thought Minnesota would be relevant, again, in college football. No. They don't have any talent up there, much high school talent in the state of Minnesota. Um, you know, It's smaller. It's smaller, but, I mean, it, well, it's a big university. but oh, no, no,
1: I mean, like, talent for football.
0: Oh, for sure. And so, but P.J. Fleck comes along. Top 25 run, you know. Yeah, they lost yeah. Well, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, last year they had a really good year. Um, nationally relevant for the first time in a yeah. long time. Like, you hire the right guy, it can be done.
1: I was interested in seeing that game because I want to see Michigan's quarterback. He's not – I'm looking for you – know, they're not good enough to beat Ohio State. That's the only thing I care about in the big – Nebraska? No, no,
0: no. Oh, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, well, right. To what, 49-24 was the final in that one, right? Yeah, but it, it kind of got out of hand late. Well, no, course, yeah, exactly. And so, you know – I don't think Minnesota's What gonna... do
1: you think? What was your impression of the Big Ten? Just Ohio State?
0: Well, yeah, it's Ohio State. I mean Penn State lost to what might or might not be a decent, you know, Indiana team when it's all said and done. Yeah, that was a that
1: was a bad call. but, oh, but hey
0: man, but that's not my fault. You're number 18. You're a top
1: 10 team. You can't go out there and lose Indiana. I don't care how many players they bring. No. Like, we can debate. Or maybe, or maybe Indiana's better than what we think.
0: Right. And we can debate James Franklin's decisions all day long. You know, but Penn State, number eight team in the country, they're supposed to be able to go to Indiana <laughs> and get a win. No doubt. And and look, I know Indiana's put, on, put some decent teams on the field here in recent years, but you know, if, if James Franklin is going to be one of the elite coaches in America. It, well, and look, and things what happen has to him. What has he won? I, I know. A lot of people say that. And it's a fair point. It's a fair what point. What has he won? Um, It's okay.
1: It's okay. It's not your it's not your responsibility. No, no, I don't.
0: I know. <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, that's, I, I just, I don't know. They got to win that game, though. Otherwise, it's. This, but here's the thing. And I, I say this, too. I don't know. So, so. But go ahead. Finish. Well, no, it. Then I, I'm gonna put it. I, I think we still have a very real parity problem in college football, man. I agree. I think we have a really bad parity problem in the sport. It really, I mean, it's I, again. I went to a, a quote-unquote football school. You mm-hmm. know, we played in exactly one national championship game. I am not confident we'll ever get back to one right now. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm really not. I'm not confident that we will ever get back to the national championship game. But you know what? There are a whole lot of fans out there from different fan bases from pretty good football programs who feel exactly like I do. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Tennessee fans right now feel like they will never get back to the national championship. Nebraska fans feel like they'll probably never get back to the national championship.
1: Tennessee has.
0: But you know what the difference is? They won theirs. We didn't. And so you know, but like. I'm sure Miami fans have felt that way. Uh, Michigan, Mi- Michigan fans oh. know, have felt that way. Michigan, they're just trying to beat the State. Absolutely, Oregon fans felt that way. You know they. Yeah. So I mean, I just think that again, that there's so much concentrated at the top, and,
1: and so that to me is why I'm so appreciative that Nick Saban has come to the University of Alabama. That you never worry about them losing a the game they're not supposed to lose. Like it doesn't happen under him. Like so, when I hear Penn State's not ready or Virginia Tech came out there and just laid an egg randomly, how does that happen? That just so is it being allowed to happen? The coaching, like in all these things, right? You have certain standards that you have to hit, right? To where you're running, the, it just you. It is a fine-tuned machine, of course. And, and those players show they're they're ready, they're prepared, they go through tough games at times, but. They, they come away winning. The, the, winning good, the, game. the
0: good coaches are, are developing players. I think
1: Grimson would lose a game or two if they were in the SEC full-time. Well, They wouldn't be as
0: dominant as they are. Uh, there's a good chance. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're probably right about that. I do think that it's, it's weird that Syracuse seems to be the only team that can give them a game. Right, um, it's weird. And Syracuse just... is awful. But like yesterday, it was 27-21 in the third quarter, and everybody's looking like, what the hell? Like, right. man, this doesn't make any sense. They just got blown out at home by Liberty. And you, you're th- – th- really, this week? Yeah, this is what you're going to do? It's so – it's it's weird to me. It, it's, it's strange. But, you know, the point being that you're, you're probably right. I mean, I, I do think that you would see – you know, they wouldn't be quite as uh, unblemished. Right, The right, last right. couple of years, the ACC's been bad. And that's where, again, I go back, and I, I talk about, you know, mild and moderate all the and, time. And because this it's is not
1: a knock on Clinton. They are legit. Well, they no, have, it's not. Me, they're, they're but not but it, it,
0: they're, they're such a good example of just how quickly the balance of power can, can shift in college football if you mm-hmm. hire the right guy and, and you have the right kind of support. Like, you know, when I was a student in Blacksburg, it was 2004 to 2008, 2009. Um, that that run, ACC championships, you know, just – if not every year, every other year. You know, mm-hmm. just winning the conference, going to the Sugar Bowl, you know, 10-win seasons. That, that was single, nothing. Every, that was nothing for y'all. Every single year. That you know, And nothing. so we expected to start the season preseason top 15. Um, you know, we expected to be in a big non-conference game to start the year, Alabama or, you know, Florida – not Florida, or West Virginia or, you know, something along those lines. But, I mean, it was – but it can change like that. And Alabama it's,
1: put that hex on y'all.
0: Cause uh, yes. Once, once that happened, you guys started – 100%. Hundred percent, starting to trickle down. But like that, it, but while all that was happening over the past fifteen years, you had this arms race for facilities, yes. and for uniform and for jerseys and all this other. St- and well, that's Oregon. I, I know Oregon did that, but it bled into all sorts of other places. <laughs> yes, too. they did that. But like the the arms race sped up, and you found out real quick who had money, no you know, doubt. and who was about to run away and outspend everybody else. And that's what's happened over the past fifteen years in college football. And if you don't have you know the uh, the the upper echelon money to spend on recruiting budgets and and locker rooms and weight rooms and everything else you got left behind. So yes, that matters. But what do you do when you get
1: these kids in the building? Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Because still, because Texas, a develop- is a, Texas is a great <laughs> example of that. It's, <laughs> Texas is the it's perfect still a example. Developmental part of this game in this the the game right it's still that that is real as well so that's another separator it still doesn't so, make
0: sense to me that texas is not a dominant college football program it's, it doesn't compute with me when i look at the texas longhorns and they're just they spend money middle of the road at best and like that's <laughs> that that's what they've been for how many years now how many years has it been that way like we're I don't know. like we've just now gotten to the point where i think we've been resigned and look it's not like they're, they're not good at all it's just it got to a point where it was no longer shocking that Texas wasn't, you know, competing anymore on a national scale.
1: I want to see how Texas would do more of a traditional style offense too. I, I just, they're supposed to have one of the top quarterbacks coming in the next year or two. So, but they spend so much money to, for them to be, it doesn't equate to wins. So also money doesn't equate to wins when it comes to college football cop. So it, just because you spend a lot of money doesn't mean you win either. That, that doesn't equal that value. So, it's really worth finding the happy medium for some of these teams to mix the facilities, to the teams, to the, the players, the recruiting. But it also has to have the right coach and environment as well to help cultivate all of that thing. And uh, sometimes it's the right pressure cooker. You just know the right mixture. And competition breeds out the best in other players as well. When When you're the highest recruit that this whole class has ever had and nobody and people promise you this and... You're just going to show up and you kind of – why do I have to – you have to have somebody to push you to make you better. Like, pressure is what brings out the best of everybody. And competition – sorry. Pressure was what, – what does pressure do? Make diamonds, right? That's what I hear it does. Yeah.
0: Can I can, – before we, like, wrap this bad boy up, i got to ask you about something. Okay. Well, probably a couple somethings. Did you see game four of the World Series last night? The dude fail. Kyle. I've never seen that. I, I wanted I said. wanted to puke. Right? <laughs> I wanted to throw up as I was watching that unfold last night. Um, First of all, Dave Roberts will forever be a hero in the city of Boston for the 2004 and, uh, you know, overcoming a 3-0 series deficit, the Mm -hmm. Yankees and all all that stuff. Dave Roberts, if he loses this World Series, will go down in a very different way in the city of Los Angeles (laughs) for having blown... Three opportunities in the world. Now, one of which came against the Astros and the cheating and the trash cans. I understand that. But he's had some incredible teams. And this series is tied 2-2 right now. And he probably pulled a starter a little bit early last night and he was dealing. And then last night, he wouldn't take Pedro Baez out of the damn game when he should have and left him in long enough to give up two home runs. And left and, and then went to Kenley Jansen, which wasn't the worst move in the world. But that... that Actually, it was the right move, sorry, because Kenley's been pitching well lately. But the point being... I've never seen a play like that, sorry, to end the World Series, and I wanted to vomit last night as I was watching it. I'm a Dodger fan. I, want I my, didn't see it live. I, I want I my dad it, to see a freaking World Series win. You know, he hasn't seen one in 32 years. So I, I want him to have that. But for that to go down the way it did, you know, with, with uh, Brett Phillips, by the way, a guy who I mean, there was a good chance we weren't going to see him at all. You know, he, he's, he's not a real factor in this series, to get a base hit, and then for. Chris Taylor to make the error in center field, bobble the ball, and then make a pretty strong throw to home to try to cut down Randy Rosarena, who messed up. I mean, sh- sh- I mean, the fact that he fell down in the base path and still got up and scored is insane. <laughs> the fact that Will Smith took his eye off the ball trying to, do, I mean, trying to, and I get why. I mean, he was trying to swipe tag because he figured the timing in his head, that internal clock, you know, was saying that Rosarena was probably already there, about to. Be. Oh, Roman, it made me sick, man. You gotta catch it first. You gotta catch it first. You gotta make the plays to win the games. That was tough. And so now, in like it's twenty-five it's minutes. It's definitely going to seven. Games. In like twenty-five minutes, it's going to seven I'm 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 going, I'm gonna go home and watch game five, and it's probably gonna be a very unpleasant experience for me. Hey man, let me get let me brighten your day. Why? Corey Seager. Corey Seager's been fantastic. <laughs> Corey Seager has been fantastic. He really has. And do you not like watching Mookie Bat? Uh, Mookie Betts, I love Mookie Betts. There we go. Mookie Betts is a
1: guys.
0: special baseball player. He is. He is a special. I think special think
1: he seems like he has an infectious personality. He too. really does. And you know what? Like, it, he seems like he has an, like a really good personality. If you get,
0: if you get a chance if you get a chance later, look at uh, I believe it was SportsCenter's Center's Instagram account. They posted a video of Mookie last night or this morning. And it was like, quick reminder that Mookie Betts is good at literally everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, a, it's a, a montage of videos. One of him catching an, an alley-oop from himself and dunking it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other of him running routes in a practice facility <laughs> and catching a touchdown pass. And he looked, ran some sharp routes <laughs> when he was doing that. Uh, you know he's bowled a 300 game, right? He's, I did not know he's, that. Like, he's actually, He bowls competitively. Oh, that's awesome. He if, if he devoted all of his time to it, he could bowl professionally. He's that good. Uh, it's insane. He has the shoes, the shirt, uh, his own I balls. Mean, I mean, first he's, of all, he's got the glove, everything. He's if got you're
1: everything. You three hundred, you got it
0: all. And there's probably like two uh, two or three other sports he was balling out. I mean, he he can do everything. It's insane. Well, if
1: he if he plays baseball, I'm sure he can hit a golf ball. Yeah, probably. so. <laughs> I mean, Although I,
0: he probably doesn't do it very often, so he doesn't screw up his swing. Um, but you're right. I, athletically speaking, there's there's nothing he can't do. Yeah. He's special as an athlete.
1: He is. So look at that. I already made you see. God. We got there. See, I see, we, we did it. We look, got. Look what happened. I got we
0: you. got back to a good place in the conversation. We got. So I, I'm stressed about tonight, though. Uh, you should yeah. be. I think the Dodgers win. Well, who's pitching tonight? Uh, Clayton Kershaw. See, that's the other thing. They kind of robbed him of a moment. It did now because now he's he back on the pressure. Well, he could have closed out the World Series tonight, man. Oh, with yeah. little, he the man never gets to pitch without pressure in the World Dude, Series. Dude, he's now all the pressure in the world. Always over. like a two-one ball game. Somebody makes it, and they eight.
1: gave him runs the first
0: game. Yeah, that some, was that was huge. And there's always some stupid. We talked about that, Kyle. I know.
1: We said, we said man, they got it. There's always some, any
0: sh- some stupid inning where somebody makes an error, <laughs> or some swinging bunt, somebody gets on, and it leads to an avalanche and it's just something dumb like that and he never gets any run support it's always a some three two two one ball game where he has no margin for error it's insane man
1: I think he's gonna go and pitch a heck of a game tonight and then they'll try and get him ready for game seven on short short rest yeah yeah you think that's how it's gonna go or they're gonna they're gonna pitch in game seven man I hope you're right about that I hope so too man Kershaw I, I just feel like mm-hmm. man hey look he needs it's it. A good, he deserves
0: it. It's a good series, too, though. It root, is.
1: It, and Tampa, you got to give Tampa credit. Tampa just keeps hitting home runs. Like, whenever it matters or you think you got them out, the Dodgers can't get enough runs.
0: No, no, they can't. You,
1: you cannot let up on this Tampa Bay team.
0: Well, no, they, they, there's no quit in them. And they, 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 first of all, Kevin Cash is a good manager. They have the better manager. And I like Dave Roberts. He's a like super nice guy. Tampa has the better manager. In, mm-hmm. in the, now, I mean, why do you say that as a non baseball guy? I just think he's a bit more tactical. Um, I listen to him. Look, again, I like Dave Roberts, but Kevin Cash, like the other night, he, for instance, after game one, when Kershaw pitched really well, and Brandon Lau, who hit that big three-run homer last night for Tampa, mm-hmm. uh, Brandon Lau, I want to say struck out once or twice in game one, but Kevin Cash made this – uh observation after the game he said hey you know we just saw a bunch of low fastballs from kershaw tonight brandon just i think brandon just missed on a couple but he's a low ball hitter we think that might unlock him for tomorrow night and sure enough in game two Brandon lock comes out and uh goes deep uh i think twice and yeah so i mean but between that and he just makes a lot of very smart decisions both with his pitching staff with his bullpen defensive switches um I, I just like the way that he, he talks about the game. He's, just, he's, a, he's a good manager. You have to be in Tampa. Yeah. You know, they have less than half the resources the Dodgers have. Um, you know, and they're still in the World Series. I think they're 28th in payroll in Major League Baseball. And so it's, it's not like you know, the NFL where You're right. You're everybody's, right. everybody's spending the same money. And that's the thing is that Andrew Friedman, who's the baseball operations guy for the Dodgers, who runs the baseball side, you want to talk about that? No, I do not want to talk. You about You want, I, I want to watch okay, that? Okay, so, we're, so we're, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, Sixty Minutes is coming on. You might want to pause that. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Andrew Friedman, who runs baseball operations for the Dodgers, you know, president of baseball ops, he he used to run the race. And he got them to the World Series back in two thousand eight. The only other time the Rays were in the World Series, Andrew Friedman did that. And the Dodgers hired him away from Tampa to come run their baseball operations. Huh. So that's one of the plot lines in the World Series. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I mean, there's some there's some cool stuff there. And again, Tampa just does things differently. They do. They've got a Cy Younger winner, award winner Blake Snell, who's really good. He's I mean, nobody knows who that guy is unless you are, <laughs> unless you're a baseball fan. You know that that's sure. kind, that's kind of where baseball is right now. But like Tampa is kind of. Uh, made it fashionable to use the opener, you know, kind of like the closer, but you'll they'll start a guy for two innings. Yeah, they I've seen that. To get him one time through the, the lineup. Yeah, oh it's a trend in baseball that I don't love and like baseball traditionalists do not <laughs> love at all. But you know, the new wave baseball guys love it and they think it makes sense, and some teams have gone to it, so it's not going away. But it's I'm not a fan. Really. I saw the Dodgers do it. Well, they they had a bullpen game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Like
1: like what you're saying. It's like a bullpen game. Yeah, because well
0: that I mean sometimes you I mean, there have been bullpen games before because you just the Braves did it. You're, too. Right. Your starters had no rest. Mm-hmm. You know, but the but the, the to uti- to routinely use an opener, you know, instead of just a starting pitcher, that's a new trend. Like that's, yeah, that's I've never heard of that before. It's new. It's very new. You know, it's been around a couple of years. Tampa's been doing it, Oakland's done it, a couple other teams have, have done done it as well. It's a new thing in baseball and yeah, the old heads do not love it at all. So <laughs> I, I'm I'm Again, I'm looking forward to it. we got like 18 minutes to game time. You want to watch these 60 minutes. I can't wait. Have at it. We'll talk about that next time, and uh, it's good to catch up. Kyle, always, brother. I'll see you soon, man. Keep doing your thing. For Roman Harper, I'm Kyle Bailey. I'm a problem. I'll We'll talk to you next time.